to the Strictly Anonymous podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain. Here is your host, Kathy. Hey, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous podcast with Kathy. If you want to follow the show uh, on Instagram and Twitter, follow me at Strict Anonymous. I hope everybody had a great holiday. Uh, there's going to be a new year coming soon. I have new things coming up in the new year. I'm going to be doing fetish Fridays. I don't think I'm going to be doing it every Friday, but probably once or twice a month, you're going to get a fetish Friday episode. Uh, today though, I am going to give you a short episode. It's about 30 minutes, but before we get into the episode, I'm going to tell you a couple updates about some of my guests as well as give my, uh, give out awards for like the best of episodes. Okay. So where are they now? I emailed most of my guests. I have a lot of people calling in to give their updates, especially the females, but I'm going to give you the quick version right now. Remember Kane, the guy who talked about his ex-girlfriend that was into like raping him and murder, kidnapping him? If you haven't listened to that episode, it was an older one. I repeated it, but that was a great episode. I promise you it's very entertaining. Uh, you will have a lot of respect for this girl, how hardcore she got into her kidnap fantasies. But anyway, what happened after that episode that I found out, because that was his ex-girlfriend. Um, and what happened afterwards, because I talked about how great like they were as a couple and how they really suited each other, that he went back and actually started dating her again. He had been started dating somebody else. But after we spoke, he like emailed me. He was like, thank you so much for saving my relationship. I went back to Gun Girl. I called her Gun Girl. He went back to Gun Girl and he uh, was dating her afterwards and everything was really great. Now, I emailed him recently to see if they're still together now because I taped this a while ago, but I haven't heard back. So just so you know, he might be fucking dead right now. <laughs> I have not heard from him. Last I heard, he was dating Gun Girl. Do the math. Two plus two equals murder. <laughs> I don't know. You never know. I mean, that girl was teetering. Did you listen to the episode? You need to listen to it. Um, Molly, remember Molly? She's been on a bunch of times. Uh, she is calling in again. I will have a full on update show with her. But just so you know a little teaser. She is still escorting, but she's doing some other things and she's dating somebody. Now, I don't know yet. Does he know that she's escorting on the side? Is she up front with him? Did she meet him while she was escorting? You're going to have to listen to find out, but there is some interesting updates with her and she is calling in. But like I said, she's still escorting, but she's doing some other things. You're going to find out about that. Angel is calling in. There has been a lot of drama in her life. She was episode 399. Adrian, she called in at the beginning of the year. Her and her boyfriend were fucking other people while they were together. Now they broke up. But she is still sleeping with couples as well as single males. And she's enjoying being a unicorn. She's supposed to call in 
So I might have a full episode with her, but that's what she's doing. Remember Dan, he called in recently. A lot of people on YouTube at least were irritated by him. I don't understand because I really liked him. Dan, uh, at the end of the episode, talked about how he had been making a play for his cousin and she was very into it. I mean, all signs... We're pointing to, yeah, she's down with hooking up with him. But uh, I reached out to him to see if he had hooked up with her yet, but he hadn't yet. I think COVID's just fucking all these things up. Like, because a lot of people called me up and were like, oh, I haven't done much, you know? Like I said, I think people are still a little bit on lockdown. Um, And then there's an update from Brad. Now, I can't really tell you much about him because you, you know, where we left it off, Brad episode 407 who actually won the most entertaining or the most craziest episode ever (laughs) on my awards. Um, Brad, episode 407, last we left off, he was really interested in sleeping with his mom. And then he called in and he gave me an update. Now that is on Patreon. I made that a paid episode because it was just too good to be true. Trust me, it does not disappoint. If you want to hear that episode as well, see pictures of my guests, mostly everyone, my female sends in a picture. You could join my Patreon right now until like for the next couple of days, it is only $3 a month. Uh, but it is going up on January 1st to $5 a month. But it's still not a lot for $5 a month on my Patreon, patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. You get to see all pictures of most of my guests, anonymous pictures. You see everything but their face. And like I always tell people when I ask them to send me in pictures, not to send in anything pornographic, but it could definitely be like R-rated. So you see sexy pics of most of the girls. Some of the couples send me pics of both of them. So you could get, you know, a picture in your head of the people who are calling in. You also get all my episodes early and ad-free. And you also get some update uh, episodes as well as I have a new confessions line. I got a new phone that is dedicated just for people to call in and leave their confessions. Now, if you're listening to this intro, you're going to get that number before most people. Uh, The number is 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. You could call that number up and leave your confession. I will be changing everybody's voices. You don't have to leave me your name. You could block your number. Uh, But that is a place where you could go and leave your anonymous confession. And those will be aired on my Patreon. So if you want to hear those, also go to my patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. If you want to get locked in for $3 a month on that tier, you could do that now. If not, it'll be $5 as of January First, Brad's update episode, okay, because he wants to call in and he's trying to get his mom to call in too, will also be there. Now, listen, I went through my podcast and it was really hard to pick these awards. I was like, okay, I'm going to do the most entertaining, the craziest, the most interesting, (laughs) you know, and then I started to get so many categories that I'm going to keep it a little general, but I will say the most entertaining episode I had this whole year uh, was the Black Bull Named Jerome, episode 415. Now, people who have listened to that episode know exactly why I say that, because Jerome had not only a great story, he had a really good sense of humor. He was a good storyteller. Like I said, he had a good story. So he had 
everything, all the ingredients it takes for me to be highly entertained. I love somebody with a good sense of humor. I have a good sense of humor. Um, And he did. And I love a good story. And he had one. And it's not a common story. I only heard from one other other black bull. And that was Wesley. And he gets one of my most interesting uh, award. Because, you know, I hadn't heard from any black bulls until recently. And like I said, one was Jerome. He was the most entertaining episode by far. If you missed it, go listen 415. I promise you, even if you're not into the Black Bull scenario, you will find the whole episode hilarious. Um, But also Wesley called in to talk about the Black Bull experience and it was super interesting. He was more informative, uh, which was great. He was the first Black Bull that I spoke to and he got on my list of most interesting because it was the first time I've been doing my show for eight years and it was the first time I spoke to a Black Bull. And that is episode 388. Wesley's episode is fantastic. The other most interesting episodes I feel like I had this year were the Cuck Queen episodes as well as all the female episodes. I really put a big shout out to females this year, trying to get more females to call in. And I did. And what happened when I put that shout out is I got a couple cut queens. And that was the first time as well as the Black Bulls. This year was the first time I ever spoke to a cut queen, quote unquote. I probably spoke to other cut queens, but they just didn't know it because I feel like it's a new term and a new thing that people are talking about, at least on my show. Uh, The first one who called in was Phoebe. That was episode 410. And then Eve called in. I don't even know that we called her a cut queen so much, but she's episode 421. She's definitely a cut queen. And then there's Mary Sparkletits, who just aired recently. Those made my most interesting list. And all my female guests that I had this year, because like I said, I, I, I... hadn't had that many female episodes before. I put a, a hardcore shout out and got a lot of females to call in. So let's give a shout out to Angel and Betty and Chloe, my good old faithfuls, Christine and Molly. Let me know if I forgot anybody. Um, I will say my craziest episode award I was like, definitely goes to Brad, number 407. Brad wanted to fuck his mom, okay? Craziest, for sure. <laughs> but then I was like, but what about Ashley? Episode 387, who said she had a threesome with her, her best friend's mom and stepdad. Now, that was like one of the craziest because A, she really had a threesome with these people and it was her best friend from high school's mom and stepdad. But B, I think it became a little crazy because I didn't believe her at first. And then she called in and she submitted proof and all of that is on Patreon. So if you want to hear her update story and her proof (laughs) episode, you could join my Patreon. But you know, really, when I edited that back, I was like, Oh my God, this girl's totally telling the truth. I don't know why I didn't believe her when I was on the phone with her. But it was one of the craziest stories, even without me questioning it because she did fuck her best friend's mom and stepdad. Uh, and there's a lot of drama there. That was episode 387. So if you missed that one, if I were you, I'd go back and listen to it. Now, listen, there were a lot of other categories that I thought of, and then it was just getting too long. And I was like, oh my God, I can't because I could get into like the best cuckold situation. I had so many hot wives that call in. I had ones that were very heartfelt that I thought like, oh my God, those, they were my favorite episodes. Like Leo is suicidal. Leon, oh my God. That was one of my favorite episodes. I think not a lot of people 
listen to it. 381, Leon is suicidal and Drew came out of the closet. I mean, that was one of my favorite episodes. Not a lot of people listen to that one because I'm sure you're like, oh, suicide, who cares? You know, because I normally talk about SEX, but let me tell you, that kind of an episode where I'm actually helping somebody is my always will fall under one of my faves because I truly do my show because I do like to help people. I thought Leon was calling in to talk about BDSM and talk about whether he had like de-virginized himself, but it turned out he was depressed and, you know, suicidal. And we had a really intense conversation. And what made it interesting is how honest he was. And what also made it interesting is that I didn't know that we were going to go there, but we did go there. And it's like one of my faves because it was so unexpected. Uh, and so when you hear me doing a serious episode, talking to somebody who's like maybe quit drinking or is like has an addiction, you know, or somebody that maybe wants to commit suicide and I'm talking them down from the cliff, like those will always be my personal faves because that's just what I'm into. So anyway, there's a million other great episodes that I did this year. I couldn't list them all, but I gave you a bunch to go back and listen to if you haven't listened to them. But this today, I'm going to give you another one. This is Sam. Now, Sam caught his wife cheating. And uh, not only did he not care, he was like turned on. So I'm like, this is like a cheating story with a twist. Okay, this was a guy who had always talked to his girl about, hey, why don't you go fuck other people? And she was like, no. Uh, But she was behind his back. (laughs) And then he found out. And then he tried not to tell her, but then he did tell her. And then he gave her permission. And now she sleeps with other people and everyone's okay with it. And listen, it kind of helped their relationship. He was able to realize uh, why she was cheating on him. It wasn't because he asked her to because at first when he asked her she was like "Uh uh-uh she was doing it because there were issues in their marriage and uh that came up and out when he caught her they worked on their relationship their relationship is better not only sexually because she's doing what he's into which is like you know cuckolding and stuff for him uh but it's also better because he realized what he wasn't doing for her that she needed and he does that for her now and now they're happy so uh i hope everybody has a happy New Year's. Thank you so much for tuning into my show this whole year. Thank you. Thank you. And I'm going to be right back on with Sam. (laughs) This is the Strictly Anonymous podcast. Uh, Hey, Sam. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous podcast. How are you this morning? Good. How are you? Good. So I think your story, Sam, is that your wife cheated on you and you found out. And then ever since then, I don't know, you said you used it to a positive, uh, in a positive way, or you're getting past it. I don't know. You tell me the story. (laughs) Start from the beginning. Good news. Strictly Anonymous podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. That's strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com. Dot com and click on be on the show. If you have a short confession that you want to get off your back, call my confessions hotline 347-420-3579. That's 
420-3579. You could call that number 24-7. I change all the voices on the confessions too, so you remain anonymous. The number, the website, and the email address will all be in the description. Yeah, so it's basically <laughs> her cheating, but then me finding out and me accepting it and us moving on forward together. Mm-hmm. But basically, it was uh, um, from like a while now, we haven't been communicating good. And, you know, going back and forth, arguing this and that. So we weren't having a connection. And I guess that's where she went to saw another guy who she knew from before, who she had a connection with. And I guess that's why she chose him. Mm-hmm. But I just, you know, I would just, I always wanted her to, with me, always, you know, be with another guy together. Oh, did she so, know that that was one of your fantasies at all? Or was that always a secret that you had kept to yourself? She did. She, she did. did. She okay. knew. Okay. Yeah. But the thing was, every time I would bring it up, you know, it would be a hesitant no, because it's nothing, it's nobody that she's comfortable with that we know. Right. So mm-hmm. she wasn't really into it. Mm-hmm. And I totally understand that. So, but I always ask and this and that. So moving forward, you know, I would notice that she would do like things that I used to do when we were cheating because when I was cheating, <laughs> because we used to, uh, we had a long distance relationship for about five years in the beginning. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I would be, um, stupid and go out and do things and she never left me. So she Did was she always, find out? always around. Did she know that you she were She knew about one time. Okay. One time she found out. Mm-hmm. And this was early, early on. So, you know, we kind of moved past it and she forgave me. And But we never really had good communicating skills. Well, I never did. What were so the tells? What were the tell? Because I think this would be very interesting for the audience. What were the telltale signs? Because you said, "Oh, she started to do some things that you know I remember doing right. when I was cheating." What were those tell you know signs? Yeah, so always holding the phone nearby. Okay, you know, never really like putting it down and leaving it somewhere. Mm-hmm. Always worried that maybe somebody might pick it up or I might see something. Right. Um. Always. Basically, yeah. Always hiding her phone and. If I asked to see something on her phone, just normally, she would, you know, want it back right away. Right. So, like, and like slight paranoia things. around the phone is a big yeah, what you're saying. small yeah. things. Right. Uh, exactly. I always think somebody that has a double phone, you know, like, I don't know. I, my nanny recently told me, like, her husband has another phone. And he's not, like, in a business that he would need another phone. So, that's, like, always stands out to me. But anyway, go back. So, yeah. so she was always hiding her phone from you or, like, just acting weird about it? Yeah, always acting weird about it. And I've noticed because it's, you know, it's kind of things that I used to do when I was around her and I was doing my thing. Mm -hmm. So I noticed that and I was like, okay, I I was something's going on. Don't know why you have something going on. So basically one night I woke up and I just said, she, she keeps her phone by her. Mm -hmm. So I I kind of took it and I went downstairs and I, you know, I went through it and I Uh, started finding stuff. What did you find? So first thing I found was just random text from her talking to people on Facebook that, you know, just not, not nothing really cheating or sexual, but sort of on that line, just yeah. she, she would send him pictures here, pictures here and there, but nothing crazy. Mm-hmm. So that was the first thing. And I, that got my interest peaking. I said, okay, so she's into it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just, she is into it. Okay. 
So then I started looking further, and then when I found the the hidden message with her, you know, her ex-boyfriend that she's been seeing, that's when I got really interested. I found a lot of stuff. I found their whole message from like two years ago that they've been talking, and I just started reading it and found a bunch of stuff, and it really, really, really got me interested. So when you say interested, quote unquote, you mean turned on. You don't mean like freaked out. No, turn, yes, turned on. Oh, okay. So let me ask you this one second. Like rewind it a little bit. When you went looking through her phone, was it because you were suspicious and upset about it or because you were turned on and this was like foreplay to you and you wanted to find out the truth because you knew it was going to be a turn on? So a little bit of both, mostly turned on though. So I just wanted to know why she would hide it or what was going on that she would need to hide it from me. But you, you right, uh huh. But you weren't like freaked out, like oh my god, she's cheating on me in the normal sense. No, not freaked out or upset. Just freak, freaked out as in like, wow, this, she really did this, and like, you know, uh, upset that I wasn't there to yeah enjoy it with her. That's why I was upset. That's what the main thing was. Yeah, but also turned on, and so you go rifling through her phone for like. For, you know, because for you, you think, oh, if I find this shit, it's going to be like hitting the jackpot. And then you found it. Exactly. Exactly. Wow. I was okay. on that phone for a few hours. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Wait, so, so I, where was it I found hidden? a lot of stuff. It was, it, was in a, it was in one of her messages. Like, you know, re, uh, not a direct message, but one of those, uh, uh, what's the um, Facebook Messenger apps? Okay. It was hidden away in there. Okay. And so, what did you find? What were what what did what turned you on? What did you find? All the stuff. So I, I went back from the beginning from their first conversation. I I just read it like a book. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I went from the beginning. It would start out normal, and then she just started going like how how much she misses him, and you know how much she wanted him, and that was like wow. And then he started going back talking to her. And it got really, really heated and really spicy and oh really naughty God. and pictures and videos and talking about meet, uh, meeting up. And that's when it hit me. I was like, did they actually meet up? Yeah. And then what I did was I had an idea <laughs> to go to her pictures. Right. And then I went to her deleted pictures. Yeah. And that's when I found the stuff or the hidden pictures. And that's when I found everything. And I found out they did meet up. And I couldn't believe that. Then I, I put it, started putting things together. I was like, when did they meet up and where was I? And yeah, she told she me she you? was going to a work thing. Right. She told me she was going to a work thing for three days. Mm-hmm. And this was, I thought it was acceptable because it was a new job. And whatever lie she told me, I bought it fully, 100%. Yeah. Because we weren't even, you know, I wasn't even thinking anything. And I was just like, whatever. Mm-hmm. So... You know, she went and did that, and then, then I started putting things together when I was reading this, while I was reading this, and I thought, wow, this really did happen, and they, they, it was an amazing, amazing video. <laughs> Wait, there were videos? Oh, yeah. Of them having sex? Yeah, everything. No way. Yeah, everything. I mean, it was so hot. Yeah, for a guy like you, like listen, for a lot of guys out there, they'd be it would they would like throw up and and they would be so angry and so jealous and so mad and you know what I mean? Like watching someone else fuck their wife behind their back and they had no idea. But for you, the guy this, who this turns yeah. on, this was like amazing. 
Yeah, this isn't normal, like a cheating story. It's more of like a. Um, oh no, it's I a cheating story with a thing. twist. Ex- yeah, yeah, you're right. She didn't yeah. throw the twist. So, and you know, I, I just got so turned up. But then, as I was reading, I, I started realizing, you know, why she kept going back to him and what was going on and why she was feeling the way she was. It wasn't just the sex, you know. That sex was amazing that they had and all the stuff that they were doing outside, but. It was more of a connection thing with them. Mm-hmm. And that's what really was like, okay, so I, I messed up. I dropped the ball. Because all the stuff that she was doing with him, she had done for me a long time. Mm-hmm. All the pictures, the videos, the, all the sexy things. So basically, I realized I dropped the ball very heavy. Right. And she was taking flights to go see somebody else. Mm-hmm. My thing is, you know, I, I could have... And I know she was stressed out because after we confronted each other and everything, I know she was stressed out. She told me how nerve wracking it was. And I was like, I could have helped you. Right. Had we been communicating. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you don't have to hop on flights and <laughs> go see whoever. We can find someone closer. That was my ideal thing. But that that was my main thing. I was like, I, I would have helped you. I, I'm not mad. I'm not anything yeah but wait so tell me about like so take it a little slower right i want to know so you watch all the stuff in the videos you watch it for hours Mm -hmm. you're jerking off probably right watching this stuff when do you confront her like the next day or do you wait a while (laughs) and then what how do you confront her yeah i'm sorry i'm skipping ahead too much okay so i like the story it's interesting after i I find out (laughs) yeah after i find out you know i i thought to myself because they had another a meetup planned. Mm-hmm. This was, I found out like two, two months ago. So they had a meetup planned this month, like a bit a week ago. Yeah. And they had it planned already. Mm-hmm. And she was going to tell me another work thing. So I just thought, okay, I'm not going to say anything right now. Cause I was, I was mad at the idea of her doing it behind my back. Not the cheating part, just doing it behind my back. Right, and not sharing it with you because this was like your ultimate fantasy. <laughs> and like you said, you exactly. would have helped her. And you probably also, like you said, I mean, you were bothered by the fact or you at least, you know, the part that bothered you was that she was getting some needs met by this guy that you knew you had dropped the ball on. And that, I'm exactly. sure, bothered you. Yeah, that was the things that bothered me. Not like the whole cheating aspect. I could care less about that. Yeah. So when next when after all I said did all this at night I I put her phone back upstairs and I said I'm not going to say anything for a while I'm just going to keep playing I want to see how long she's going to keep this up Yeah well she's been keeping it <laughs> I, up for a I long really time I mean she was as late yeah, this was yeah, years Yeah she was fine keeping it up Yeah Yeah exactly So I said okay I'm going to I'm going to just play it cool right now Well a couple of days go by and I I couldn't even hold it anymore yeah. I just couldn't Yeah and it was just blowing me up. And I just said, all right, you know what? I, uh, I confronted her. Uh, like Friday night, I confronted her. And um, I told her everything that I found. And, you know, she, and I, I told her slowly. I was like, I know why you did everything and what you did and all that stuff. You, you think I'm mad about this and that. I'm not. I told her what I was mad about mm-hmm. and why. Mm-hmm. And we had an open conversation for like the first time. In I don't know how many years. Right. It basically broke open the doors. Mm-hmm. And so she started, you know, telling me everything. And it was, <laughs> and when she was free to tell me stuff, she even told me, she's like, now I feel free with all this 
you know, this guilt, I, I don't even care anymore. I can tell you anything. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, that's what I want. Mm-hmm. So she basically, I, I confronted her and told her I found everything. And um, I told her, you know, you can see him. I'll, I'll do whatever I need to and you can go see him again. But um, I need to be involved. <laughs> right. And what did she say? She said, yeah, um, you know, involved, meaning he doesn't know that I know. Oh, he doesn't. So he doesn't know. Okay. Because he has his own life. Mm-hmm. So she still so, plays it off know. the same way. Yes. Okay. So even when I, when I was like trying to hold in with her, I would even give her like little hints to confess and it wasn't working. She was just acting nonchalant. So that's why I finally blew up and confessed I found everything and that's pretty much what led us to this point now well where are you now I still want to go back to now, a little bit of that story because I think it's you know cheating and someone doing something behind someone's back and all the things and the reasons for it is always you know good to share because I think it's common unfortunately uh, within a yeah. long-term marriage you know you've been together for so many years you said like she used to do those things certain things for you and you know you dropped the ball and then you know those are things she was into so she went and started doing them with somebody else and a lot of times that happens whether it's a man or a woman um, you know sometimes the sex that people are cheating just for physical reasons but a lot of times even for men and for women that you know people cheat because uh, you know of emotional reasons yeah because they're missing something uh, this was strictly that yeah mm -hmm. yeah she was getting more emotional and physical from this but where are you now? I got the ball. Right. You said that this just happened. How long ago did this happen? Uh, about, I think, a couple months ago. Right. So they just had their other date recently. Yeah. And, um, yeah, she was, I told her, you know, I, I made sure that she was good to go. And um, it was really hot leading up to it. Like, we would talk about it a lot and... Ever since we, we found out, like, we opened up everything, our, our sex life has been absolutely amazing. Right. Like, it's been nonstop. Mm-hmm. And it's basically what we wanted, you know, more connection, more everything. Right. And you did... So... Yeah, go on. So, yeah, so she just went on her date, and um, she took videos for me, and, you know, they had a good time. Right. With the same guy. Not a guy, guy here. She's flying to see that guy? He still lives far away? No, so he came into the city of ours. Okay. And that's why she was able to see him. Mm-hmm. He was actually here for something else, so she went and go see him. Right. Now, was she just cheating with him or anybody else? So, from everything that I've seen and what we talked about, it was basically the physical cheating with him. Everybody else was just flirting and kind of she wanting attention. Right. Because mm -hmm. she wasn't getting it at home. Right. Now, was there something about your size? I, did you say something about, like, I was this many inch? Like, was there something about your size of your dick that you thought played into this whole story? Or, or is that just, like, a cuckold part of you that likes to be, oh, she's with a guy that's bigger than me? Is that a part of the scenario for you that's a turn-on? It's a turn-on for me, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I, you know, I'm perfectly fine with that. Like, I'm average. I'm not anything else, but I'm average, and... This guy was, you know, he was packing and she, she loved him for a long time because of that. So it was even hotter. 
Right. And that guy, she won't tell. Now, was she, when she got caught, it, was it immediate that after she found out that you were okay with it and you got past it, that the sex between you guys got good? So she was nervous that I was, you know, going to be like upset over it or when she, if she did go see him again, like it wouldn't be okay. But I, I was reassuring her every day, every night and like showing her like, you know, we're going to be fine. Like it's nothing to worry about. So then she felt at ease about doing it. Now, does she have plans to see other guys as well? Uh, you know, I, we talked about it, and it's nothing that she had, we had planned. It's like we're always going to be open to the idea mm-hmm. of looking or see if some, she's comfortable with somebody. But to go out and, like, try to find someone for this specific reason or that client, I don't think we're going to do that. But it's always an idea. It's always open. But isn't she the type that really likes attention and dresses very sexy when she goes out and now that's something that you guys share together? Or was that always the way yeah, she was? Yeah, 100%. She, 100%. That? She's always been like that. I love that about her. Mm-hmm. You mean her? So, yeah, she always loved the attention. But she always was that way before. And that's something that you always like. So when you used to bring it up as far as her being with other guys, she always shot that down, correct? Yeah, she always shot that down. I think the biggest thing is it's kind of cliche, but it's communication. If you want your wife to be open to that sort of idea, it's communication. Well, you did communicate, but what what was the problem, I think, with you guys was that you were communicating what you wanted, but maybe you weren't really, you guys weren't really connected because you weren't communicating in other areas of your relationship. Like, you you were communicating your needs, but I don't think you were meeting hers, so she wasn't going to meet yeah, yours, right? That's the problem. Exactly, exactly. And that time we would communicate is, like, only when we would have sex. That's the only time we would really communicate and talk about it. And, you know, it wasn't like a real conversation at at any, you know, like a normal time. So I would say that kind of communication, not just when you're having sex. Right. Not just like in the heat of passion, talking about your fantasies. Exactly. This is like having, really talking about it seriously outside of the bedroom. And what were the needs that she exactly. was getting from that guy? I mean, what was it that you weren't doing for her? You said she used to do these things, and I used to do that for her in the beginning, and then she went to that guy to get it. It wasn't just about the sex. What, 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 were, what were her needs that you were dismissing? It was a lot of um, communication things. Like, I just, I wouldn't, you know, I was working nights, and I would come home, and I wouldn't, we wouldn't see each other a lot, so there wasn't a lot of conversation going on. And, you know, when we were talking, it was mostly arguing. So it was that kind of thing. Right. And, you know, being home all this time together, kind of pile on each other. It was that court, like just building up to a lot of different things. Mm -hmm. So mostly just me communicating my needs better to her or just telling her, like, you know, I don't like this or we should do this or just simple stuff. And I wasn't doing that. Right. So now, did you always know that you were kind of like a little bit of a cuckold? I mean, do you consider yourself a cuck or cuckold? Uh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I, I have no idea. I have no uh, problem with the term cuckold. <laughs> yeah. You know, I don't... But how long did you know that you were into this kind of scenario? And how so did you know? So I guess we know? started talking about it. We, um, yeah, it was kind of, I kind of just, we just started talk, talking about it one time and kind of like got the idea, you know, in my head and I just, I just found it hot. Like it just turned me on. Mm-hmm. And then I just kept going deeper and deeper and with her and she was with it and we were talking and it was just awesome. So it just turned us both on at the same time. Right. So this is something like dirty talk in the bedroom while you were fooling around. You mean? Yeah. A lot of dirty talk. And that's what gets us both excited. So that kind of escalated it 
mm-hmm. and that's what started it, like the dirty talk. Right. But you never knew that you were into that whole thing before. And and so you were so no. comfortable with the dirty talk that you felt like, hey, like this is something I want. I want you to be with another guy. Like you could do it and you thought you would be fine. And now after you saw it, you were and you're totally okay with it. Is there any kind of confliction at all? Uh, there was. And when I first saw the video, yeah, there was a confliction. I was like, well, this is what I wanted, kind of. Mm-hmm. Not really, but this is kind of what I wanted. So the only confliction was I didn't get to be there to enjoy it with her. That's why I was upset. But no, not, I don't have any confliction. I don't have any... Um, Jealousy, nothing any like that, right? Over nothing. No, nothing. Are there any rules and regulations now that she's doing it, you know, with you knowing, is the, or is the only rule that you have to know about it? Yeah, that's the only rule. I just, I, she shows me everything. Like, there's a text that somebody texts her or something like that, or, well, you know, she's talking to just someone normally or just, just snip, snip, uh, small stuff. And I completely trust her. So whatever she decides, like, I go with. Whatever she's comfortable with is what I'm going to go with now. I'm not pressuring the issue anymore or whatever. I just know that when it happens again, it'll be, it'll be really good because it'll happen organically. Right. And that's what you enjoy. That's a, that's a part of the turn on that she's really doing it. She's really enjoying it. That's what I would think. Right. Yes, absolutely. And does, do you like the last time she saw this guy when you knew about it, did she like videotape? Is that something that you like? Do you like to see it? Do you like her coming home and talking about it? Oh yeah. So I, yeah, I love talking about it before and after she went, Mm -hmm. especially after when she came home. So I, she took a lot of videos for me, and they were terrific. I mean, absolutely amazing. So when she came home that next day, I took off of work, and we made sure that we had our time when she got home. And right. we watched the videos, and we had lots and lots of fun. Mm-hmm. So like I said, no rules. Like she can't do this or that. I mean, it's everything's on the table. Yeah, everything, whatever she's comfortable with is on the table. Mm-hmm. I have no issues with that. And, you know, I just, it's, it's something that I like. I don't know. A lot of guys probably won't be like that or think like that, but that's just something that, you know, I find turning on. I turned on. Yeah. Let me tell you, I, I, I think someone just commented about this on YouTube. Like, I mean, this was a, a very big surprise to me when I started my show seven years ago. And I've said this before, like I have a lot of guy friends always have, they all talk to me very openly cause I'm that kind of person. Uh, who's not judgmental. So guys were always telling me shit that they were into. But I have to tell you, I never had one guy friend tell me like I'm into like seeing my girl fuck someone else. But And then I start my show and I have so <laughs> many guys calling in about it, right? And then when I post an episode about it, it's so highly downloaded. So I know that there's a lot of people, you know, some people are listening just because they're curious. But I think a lot of people are downloading it because this is their fantasy quote-unquote as well and I think that a lot of people it's a secret fantasy I don't think so many guys talk about it even though there are a lot of guys into it that's what I have to say because I have so many guys on my show that call in with this kind of kink fantasy fetish whatever you want to call it Uh, but I never had one guy friend tell me that they were into it but they probably there's got to be more than one that was yeah that's the reason I love your show because I, that's what I find really, really hot and turned on. And, you know, I, that's how I found your show. And I just, I couldn't believe that there were more people like that out there. And I, I feel the same way. 
Right. I mean, did you always feel like, I mean, when you started doing this with your wife, did you ever, like before you started fantasizing about her, with her, these scenarios of her with another guy, did you ever, did you know that that, like, I, I think I asked you that already, but like, did you know that that kind of a thing would be a turn on? Are you turned on by guys at all? Or is it just seeing your girl with somebody else? No, mostly her with somebody else. And no, I had no idea. Right. No idea. Right. I would even like that stuff. Or re- I never even thought of that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's interesting because I've had other guys on who like, I had another guy on whose wife did cheat on him. It was a gr- it was, they were like Mormons and she cheated. I mean, and they're like currently swingers now, but, and it's kind of the same thing. Like she cheated, he was able to get past it, but then they used it in their relationship and they're, they have an open relationship now. And, uh, he said like, if you know, cause it was something that happened for the first time for him to see his wife with somebody else. And he said, like, if you would have asked me one second before it happened, whether I would have been down, like he was like, he didn't know that he was into it or he he could be turned on by. But the minute it happened, he was. So I just think, you know, yeah. it's like for you, it wasn't that case. You knew before you found the videos you were into because you guys were doing all that fa- dirty talk. But you really didn't know that this was something you were into until you started exploring it and talking about it in a fantasy sense in the bedroom. And then when it happened in real life, it was equally as charged up. So, you know, I think sometimes we don't yeah. know what we're into. No, we don't. We absolutely don't until we actually get into it. Yeah, and I mean, in a weird way, thank God you were into that because your wife did cheat on you. <laughs> for some people, yeah. for a lot of people, that would be donezo for the relationship. You know, it would be, uh, you know, end of the story here. Um, but for you and your wife, you have stayed together. I would assume that maybe looking back five years from now, you guys will say that was a good thing that happened because it strengthened your relationship because besides the turn on and the strengthening of your intimate relationship, it helped you realize what you weren't doing for her and probably helped your relationship on that level as well. 100%. Yeah, correct. So that's a great thing. I mean, how long have you guys been married for? We've been married for seven years now. We've been together for 13 years. And the reason I would never get jealous or mad at her is because, you know, I did this stuff already, and she she forgave me. She was never, you know, um, going to leave and just say, forget you. Yeah. You know, she stuck by me through a lot, a lot, a lot of things, not just that. So for me to ever get mad at her would be pointless. Right. Like, it would be absolutely pointless. I understand that. But you have to realize that yourself before, you know, going at somebody else. Yeah, I think a lot of people don't have that attitude towards cheating, but it's great that you do and you were so fair about it. I think a big part of it is because it's a turn on for you and it's something that you wanted. And you sound very fair in your your looking at the situation in that you could really take ownership of the fact that you realized you weren't giving her what she needed. Whereas a lot of people, I think when something like this happens, they just look at the other person and say like, and focus on like what they did to them as, as opposed to looking at their, you know, part in the situation. You know, a lot of times people don't want to look in the mirror and say like, maybe I, I was doing something that contributed to this. Not to say that every person that cheats is because of the other person, but a lot of times it is. You know, you have to take yeah. accountability. There's a reason. Yeah. Sometimes there's not. Sometimes some somebody's just fucking horny and they want variety or, you know, <laughs> yeah. there's certain times, you know, but sometimes in cheating <laughs> yeah. cases like this, especially in long-term relationships when 
stuff happens, it's because there's problems in the relationship that haven't been addressed. And most of the time, it's like, you know, there's not one victim and one perpetrator. A lot of times it's, you know, people are have have to take accountability, uh, you know, for themselves as well. And I think that you did. And that really helped your guy's situation instead of you just being like, look at what you fucking did. You were like, oh, you were <laughs> like, yeah, that's I was I I get why she did that, because I didn't do I that. deserved it. Yeah, hundred percent. I I totally get why she did it. And these are the conversations that we actually had moving yeah. forward. Like we, it wasn't just all sexual. So we we actually started communicating about more things, and that's what really opened us up even more. Right. So that was she the told you, moment. yeah, you were not fucking doing this to me. Sorry, kind of thing. Like what did she, like what was yeah. what was her exact like what did she say to you that was missing? I'll say it again. What did she say to you that was missing? It was that you weren't complimenting her? Like, what specifically? No, basically telling her what I, like, basically opening up my feelings to her. Yeah. You know, like, how the other dude was doing to her. Like, they would have real, real conversations. What we're doing now is what I should have been done, doing from the beginning. And it would have been great from the beginning. Right, you got, but you Who guys lost your, it. but you, what, you, what happened besides sex, you guys lost your friendship. Like you were yes. married, you were going through the motions, but you weren't really talking. You weren't right open with each other. Is that what it was? Yes, yes, it was a lot of that. Yes. Yeah, going about your daily life. It's like Groundhog Day, same shit, right? You for, you take the person for granted. Exactly. I think it's very common. Same sex, same you know, same schedule, same everything. So it was you know a lot of repetitive, and nothing was ever being talked about. Right. Just moving forward. Yeah, and here's like this hot girl who loves attention. And uh, yeah. she still wants attention. It doesn't matter that she's been with you for 13 years and you're not giving it to her. So she goes and gets it from somebody else. And I think that that happens. And sometimes, like, I think that a lot of people, um, it's weird. I get a lot of comments on YouTube when a woman cheats, it's so different and it's so more worse than men. But I mean, men cheat for these kind of reasons too. You know, there's a lot of times where a man, you know, men are human beings as well. And if you're a woman and you're not, you know, acting like you really care about your husband and showing him love and attention, he might fall for the girl at work that he's talking to all the time as well. And it's for that reason. And they tend to think, I think, with men that men just do it for sex because they just need extra sex. But sometimes it's emotional as well, just like it was for your wife, you know? So I just think yeah. this kind of scenario can happen whether you're a man or woman. Heed the warning, but I think what's great about your story and interesting is that you know it really worked in your favor and her favor uh your wife is lucky that she's married to a guy that is into this or else she would have been oh she knows dumped 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 she knows (laughs) do you know what i mean she still she tells me all the time she's like i can't believe you let me do this i was like yeah i am yeah yeah, but like you said, I mean, you gave her credit. She put up with a lot of stuff that you did, you know. Uh, so I think yep. that that's great. And I love this episode. I mean, I'm going to keep it at 30 minutes. And I have, because I have a couple shorter, I have a, like a bunch of shorter things. I'm going to put them all together. So uh, I'm going to end it now. But this was great. I like it. It was more salacious than I thought. Thank you so much for <laughs> thanks so much for sharing this story. I think it's super interesting, you know, because most oh, of the thank time, you so much. Uh, yeah, most of the time, cheating yeah. stories do not wind up like this. Yeah, 
uh, thank you so much for letting me know, use your platform to just talk about it openly because this is the first time I've ever actually just told somebody about it, you know. So yeah. I appreciate that, and I love your your show, everything about it. Oh, I so love I, that I, you I thought love this wasn't salacious at all. What? <laughs> I didn't think this was salacious at, salacious at all. Salacious. I think it is. I think, and I think it'll be a little controversial in that I, like I said, I don't think a lot of people would get to the place that you did. Like, I just think that the end of the story would be a lot different for most people and they won't be able to understand where you're coming from, though I do, and I can understand it. And that's what I love about my show. I think that what I like to do is show how real life goes. It's not always the same for every single person. Uh, and right. you got to open your mind to the fact that, you know, everyone's different and, uh, you know, everyone takes things in different ways. Like I said, I, you guys were successful in that you, you're able to get past something very tragic that a lot of people aren't. And not to say that uh, for other people, if they're not into that, that they should get past cheating. You know, maybe that's something that they can never get past. I understand that, too. But I understand yeah. your story in relation to the both of you, and it works. And that's what's interesting. And it is kind of salacious because you got fucking horny for seeing your wife with another guy <laughs> when she was cheating on you. I find that kind of salacious. And some I love other it. little I love cucks. That. It was awesome. Yeah, yeah, they're little <laughs> cucks like you that have this secret little fantasy are going to be like, oh, I wish that would happen to me. You know, they could. <laughs> uh, so anyway, thanks so much for calling in and sharing your story, Sam. Thank you so much, Kathy. All right, cool. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye-bye. Hey, everyone. Thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode. If you want to follow the show, follow me at Strict Anonymous on Instagram or Twitter. That's at Strict Anonymous. If you are on YouTube, make sure to subscribe. I love YouTube as a platform for my show because people comment there and I try to reply back to every single person who posts a comment. So even if you're not listening on YouTube and you want to talk about the show, go to my YouTube channel, subscribe, like, and share my videos. It's Strictly Anonymous Podcast. If you want to sign up for my Patreon, on my Patreon, you are not only supporting my show, but you will get these episodes early, ad-free, and you get to see anonymous pics of my guests. Most of the girls send in anonymous pics and some of the guys send in anonymous pics. So if you want to see anonymous pics of my guests as well as support my show and get these episodes early and ad-free, sign up for my Patreon, patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. That's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. The link is also in the description below. Thanks so much for listening. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous.